0: We're sisters and we know it. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. I almost forgot how to start the pod. You forgot (laughs) how to greet people. (laughs) I did. oh my goodness welcome back to shiitake sisters for this week's ep we're back after a one week pause <laughs> an accidental accidental my sister was out of town and it
1: threw you off and i was like do you want to record and you're like oh yeah and we did not
0: yep we sure didn't that's okay though no. it happens it happens we're we're, we're doing the us. best we can we've got we've got the adhd we've got our brains working completely against us so. <laughs> at all times <laughs> you're lucky you get this much <laughs> oh my goodness how's my sister i'm good are you no i'm never <laughs> young <laughs> like yeah. as we literally have to like keep this going on a quick pace because you got a little sleep study i got tonight. a sleep
1: study because i'm always having to do some type of appointment some type of Something to figure Not just out what's during happening the day, to me, but yeah, at now night, we moved too. on the night, yeah. <laughs> but over the weekend, I went to Emma's and her daughter Evie was her sixth birthday. I know you were there too. She's so freaking cute, so cute. So I got to watch her open presents and eat pizza and eat cake. Yeah, so good time there. Then what did you do? I went to Branson you? and. <laughs> jen feels very strongly about brands. you do
0: too i do too it's it's not it's not my place it is not our place we do not, not care for setting. the Bransons.
1: <laughs> but we just visited um andrew's aunt and um yeah we took home his grandma because she was having a visit mm-hmm. and that unfortunately was did not go well yeah that was a little stressful a lot stressful for exactly four hours she did not know who either of us were and genuinely believed that we
0: had kidnapped her i know that's so sad it was the
1: saddest (sighs) um but once we were out of the car and she saw us at her mom's house or their mom's house her daughter's house right um she realized it was us kind of she still thought people had kidnapped her
0: yeah so we had
1: to keep saying that we were the only ones in the car and that she was safe the entire time
0: (laughs) right but yeah it definitely it definitely sucked oh my gosh absolutely
1: yep and then let's see what happened then i think we're to today i guess that is today huh
0: did you call home yesterday i don't know
1: (laughs) my days are mixed up mine are too apparently i have no concept of time because i'm not in my typical routine so i don't know
0: oh no you didn't you had a game day yesterday i had a game day yesterday and i fell asleep i know and you didn't wake (laughs) up even though i told you to set your alarms i heard about it believe me i heard (laughs) And
1: today I have the sleep study, so I wasn't supposed to sleep. And guess who slept all day?
0: Kayla Marie, Me. dude,
1: this is why I'm having the sleep study. There's something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, oh, so you poor
1: thing. Hopefully, we get that figured out. I'm either not sleeping whatsoever, up all night, or I'm like sleeping days away. So I have
0: no problem sleeping. We know that, yeah. When and where I'm supposed to I'd just be conking out.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't have a problem doing that most of the time. Yeah. But then the insomnia does does hit. And I'm just, thankful I don't have that. Yeah. It's not fun because you, you are tired. You're yeah. exhausted. But you're just like, Wee <laughs> and no one else is up at that time,
0: so it's really boring. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I would get so bored. hmm How was your weekend? Mine was good, like you. I went to Ever's party for her sixth birthday on Friday. And then afterward C was there too. And then afterwards we hung out at C's house like we do every Friday. Saturday, um Aaron's brother in law is in town, so we actually got the weekend off from caring for the farm. Ooh. So that was really nice because
1: we had a you day know, off. We <laughs> had a
0: little day off and didn't have to go out there. Um, I don't think we even really did anything. I think we just hung out around the house. And then yesterday, Sunday, of course, I once again, did, oh, I did do stuff. I, I spring cleaned. I went through every single inch of my bedroom <laughs> and got rid of a bunch of stuff. So, um, that was good. And yeah, that leads me to today. Went in to work for in office day. Mondays are first Mondays. time in a while, right? Uh, This is, I went last week, but yeah, I work, I work from home, but Mondays are my new days to be in office. So I just got to go in one day a week, which isn't that bad. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Okay. Right on. I guess we can roll right <laughs> into our topic. March it right in. <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Also, another thing that we have to kind of keep in mind besides you, the fact that you have to leave for your sleep study. I didn't want to stress you out, but my phone has 19%. Under. Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> Why don't we plug it in? <laughs> we oh. are literally
0: sitting next to a charger. I didn't even see Look it. Look at that solution. I hope you guys hear this. Ta-da. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Well, I guess we can take all the time we want. <laughs> Until my sleep study. <laughs> okay. If so- you hear me just a door shut, that's me. Just going to have to finish it out I on our out own. by <laughs> myself. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm. Okay, so this week um, for our topics, um, we did phrases, or we asked for submissions. Why are you laughing? Because you never get this I straight? never can say <laughs> anything right. I know. <laughs> but we asked for phrases that people wanted to know the origin of. So uh, we got a couple, what? You I wanted to know what your face was. At first, it didn't load the pictures. Yeah, it so. takes a minute. Okay, well, sorry. Anyways, so we got a couple of submissions. We did a couple of our own. Um, so we're going to be going over the phrases. And this week, because Kayla and I were on a time crunch, I'm going to be presenting the phrases, and Kayla will be presenting our segment. Because we divided and conquered. Oh, we should have looked up that as a phrase. I feel like that one's kind of self-explanatory, no? <laughs> but where it came from? No. I don't okay. Know. Anyways, so um, one of the first submissions that we got for weird phrases was from our cousin Whitney, and she said that her grandma says "piss on it," and she <laughs> she'd love to know where that came from. Does it do more people say that? Is what I want to know. Can well, you imagine? You want to know, and you
1: can't find any answers.
0: Right. So, with my research. I didn't seem to find any sort of oh. origin.
1: <laughs> exactly what I was saying.
0: However, I did see different ways. Unfortunately, Heather, you might want to plug your ears for this one. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a lot of what you don't like. Yeah. But a lot of different ways to say, to use the word piss. And <laughs> um, piss on it was kind of on there. And it's it mostly seems to mean like F off. Like mm. if, you, if you're like messing with somebody and they're like, oh, piss on it. Like off, I guess. That makes sense. I'd imagine if you are pissing on something, you're and, not really
1: caring about it all that
0: much. That's true. That reminds me of Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and so I typed a little note that said, sounds like it originated from Whitney's grandma. <laughs> OG. Yes. <laughs> the next one that um, we got a submission for was from Mary She submitted quite a few, actually. Um, she which this is a really good one, is uh, the Midwest Ope. 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 So let's see here. This is, I have two different sources for this. The first one that I found was from chicagomag.com. It says, what is the origin of the term Ope? In all likelihood, Ope is a derivative Derivative of oops, which I think we all knew that. Yeah,
1: it sounds right. Or okay. no, I always... yeah, it wouldn't be nope because.
0: Yeah, it'd be like, oops. According to linguist Ben Zimmer, oops comes from whoops, which comes from ups a daisy. Wow. Yeah, I know. It <laughs> is quite a train. But I don't know why they got ups a daisy to whoops. But the first known printed example of oops was in a cartoon caption in the Washington Post in 1922. Wow. Yeah. It goes way back. It does. And then the Kansas City, com says, what is Ope slang for? And it says, Ope is a tiny exclamation of surprise. Yeah. Just a tiny one. Yeah. <laughs> a word that you, a word you would use if, say, you accidentally bumped into somebody. Yep, as that's in, the most
1: common time that I say it.
0: <laughs> as in, Ope, sorry. I usually don't even say sorry. I just like run into them. I'm like, Ope. And then I just keep on <laughs> it says people swear that this is a midwestern thing you know you're from the midwest if you've been saying "ope" for anything slightly inconvenient since the womb <laughs> oh, okay
1: I, but now we want to know is it really midwestern or we just think that it's ours i think we just
0: think that it's ours i'm pretty sure everyone. everybody well, i don't know i West- said
1: oak the other day and mom was like what does that
0: mean Mom? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she says O. Well, she's not aware of it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to start calling her out. We could just call her Ope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> like Opie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, the next one from Marianne is Cat Got Your Tongue. Oh, that's good. I know. So this is from allthatsinteresting.com. And they just had like a, a short little article that I thought was really good. So I'll just read it. It says, we hear the question, Cat Got Your Tongue? All the time when someone teases another person about being at a loss for words. As the surprising story behind this common phrase reveals, it turns out that rendering someone literally speechless is precisely where the cat got your tongue question comes from. The origin of this phrase, the origins of this phrase are not totally clear, but the first written usage occurred in 1881. Wow. Yes. And it says the presumed origin of the phrase goes back further than the 1800s. So the 1881 was the first time it was written, but they think that it was like way before then. And it had nothing to do with children, but rather the high seas. I don't know why it says that. But the high seas, the high seas, like sailors. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the letter C. No. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Sorry, I got to wait for Kayla to catch up. Okay, says, The English Royal Navy ruled much of the world's oceans in the 18th and 19th centuries. And sailors who misbehaved, didn't follow orders, or who made serious re- mistakes were brutally flogged with the cat of nine tails. I know. Yike. This torture device was like a whip, only worse. It had nine leather... Or rope straps attached to it, and each of the straps had three knots. The captain might flog a sailor anywhere from five to one hundred (laughs) times. Sometimes a whipping would make someone pass out. The knots in the rope caused severe bleeding wherever they landed, often on the person's chest or back. So the saying, cat got your tongue... On an English ship meant that you were flogged into submission or silence. Moment of silence. I am. I am. <laughs> Moment of Cats got our tongue. It does. <laughs> that's awful. Isn't that horrible? Gosh, I know that's I what I was, I was, was torture. <laughs> I, know, I was like, well, I guess we'll be using that no more. <laughs> Eek. I know it's horrible. The next submission was not my circus, not my monkeys. We oh, yeah, have. I've heard that. Okay. This is from A to Z animals <laughs> Not my circus. At least
1: people can hear that our sources may be inaccurate.
0: <laughs> hey, listen. Take this. I didn't have much time for this. <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. The phrase is thought to come from a Polish proverb. Oh. One with the same translation and another meaning that you don't need to look after cows and horses that don't belong to you. <laughs> It says, some believe that Poland is the source of this catchy phrase. The saying is supposedly from a Polish proverb that goes, Nimoji koni." Ni I'm
1: sure that you massacred that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Props which, to
1: you for even attempting the whole one.
0: Which translates to, not my cows, not my horses. I kind of would rather use that instead yeah. of the circus one. People initially used this proverb to describe themselves as not being responsible for caring for animals that weren't theirs. However, over time, people started using the phrase to distance themselves from situations they deemed out of their control. I like it. I do. I like that one. This next one is from Marianne, and it, it is Close But No Cigar. Oh, I've heard that a lot. Okay. Glad glad to hear it. <laughs> This is from Reader's Digest. I think that's a pretty legit source. Yeah, that <laughs> okay. one might be a little better than ABC. What was it? Oh, A to Z animals. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this is pretty funny. I liked the part of this article. It says, I didn't ask for cigars, so why are you telling me I get- don't get one? <laughs> Says, if you've ever come close to achieving something but didn't quite get to the goal, you've probably heard the saying close but no cigar. You probably just accept defeat and move on, but have you ever stopped to think where this phrase comes from?
1: Marianne has. Yes, thank
0: you, Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> the expression close but no cigar means that a person slightly fell short of a successful outcome and therefore gets no reward. <laughs> but the number of people in today's society see that that see a cigar as a reward is probably pretty low so why do we still say it the phrase most likely originated in the 1920s when fairs and carnivals would hand out cigars as prizes at that time the games were targeted towards adults not kids
1: um we can bring that back i know
0: <laughs> Yes. I don't even, need the cigar, but we can bring back the game. I know. Towards adults. <laughs> <laughs> even in the 20s, most carnival games were impossible to win, which often led to, to the owner of the game saying, close, but no cigar. Like, you almost Aww. won and got the cigar, but you didn't. It's kind of cute. Yeah. When the player failed to get enough rings at the bar... Oh, okay. I don't know why it says that. Anyways, as fairs started to travel around the U.S., then so did the phrase isn't that cool and now the tables have turned but the phrase is still around (laughs) yeah we don't get to play no games
1: we're not being handed cigars oh yeah that's true (laughs) that one's probably for the best (laughs) right
0: all right let's see the next one is counting sheep to go to sleep Mm -hmm. i used to play this game on my ds that was literally counting sheep
1: oh really yep it was called counting sheep that's what the game was. It was actually Wario, like this oh. Wario game.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yeah,
1: but there was a game inside of that game It yeah. was Counting Sheep. Yeah. You... And I really would play it for hours.
0: Wow. Did you go Maybe to that's sleep?
1: where my, no, it's probably where my insomnia right. <laughs> originated.
0: <laughs> this is also from Reader's Digest. It says, Counting Sheep to fall asleep is a method that seems to be as old as time. While the origin of why people count sheep to fall asleep has no definite root, there are a few speculations. The most popular belief has to do with the shepherds in the medieval Britain, medieval Britain. Apparently, if shepherds used communal grazing land, they were obligated to keep a head count on their sheep each night. So before they went to sleep, they counted their sheep to ensure that they were all accounted for. <laughs> <laughs> How did they do it in the dark though?
1: They probably have flat, um, lanterns. <laughs> Maybe. I was gonna so say, how flashlights. would you know
0: if it's a communal ground? How would you know which sheep are yours? They probably have tagged or something. Interesting. Like the, they have those little things on their ears. Yeah, that's true. Next phrase is, is a contribution from my sister cute as a button. <laughs> She's cute as a button. No. And this is from thegrammarist.com. Cute as a button describes something that is petite, adorable, or daintily attractive. Okay. (laughs) That's an interesting phrase. It says there is much discussion as to where this expression comes from. Perhaps the most plausible theory is that the word button in the phrase means a bud of flower rather than a type of fastener for clothing. Oh. Right. The word cute is an abbreviation for the word acute. Originally, the word cute also meant sharp. But by the 1830s, the word cute acquired its current meaning. When used as an objective before a noun, the phrase is hyphenated as in cute as a button. And then it says another less popular similar simile is cute as a bug's ear i'm gonna start saying that <laughs> I knew catch me would. out here saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, was... cute as a bug's ear <laughs> <laughs> oh i think i got two more oh i got a couple yeah two more did you get my other one i just, i did but i i stopped looking it up why what one was it again
1: i would i'm coming in here to just add Sorry Charlie Oh yeah because something. you told
0: me it was from a commercial something It's hasn't.
1: something that I say all the time And yeah. people always respond that's not my name And I'm like I know that it's a phrase
0: How do they not but know
1: it's a phrase? It's not a common phrase It's uh. just me picking out one little line of a commercial That I heard forever ago <laughs> But I've heard a lot it. of people say it Yeah it's from a commercial a tuna commercial
0: A tuna commercial Yeah
1: Starkist I think Oh wow The little uh, the little fish that they use His name is Charlie Aww yeah.
0: I didn't know that. I should have looked it up.
1: Well, I told you to. <laughs> I
0: know, but you were like, it's from a commercial. And then I was like, well, then screw that. I ain't looking it up. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> okay, the next one is from our mom, and it's don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. This is from historicalwordpress.com, and it says... The phrase don't throw the baby out with the bathwater originated in the colonial times and it referred to the bathing practices at the time. In a household, the father would bathe first, then the mother, then the children, oldest, youngest. Everyone would use the same bathwater. Thus by the time the baby got its bath, the water would be so filthy that there was a danger of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Because oh, they wouldn't see the baby. Yes. Ew. <laughs> Oh. Nasty. <laughs> and then this last one, well, I have a couple more things to say, but this last one that I actually researched is our mom's all-time favorite phrase, <laughs> pot calling the kettle black. Yes. I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> in my life I've heard that <laughs> phrase. She always says it. <laughs> this is from languagehumanities.org. Ooh, we got a .org. Look uh- out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my research got a lot more extensive. <laughs> it's like it's it's the tiniest paragraph of them all (laughs) the term the pot calling the kettle black this is this one this this like the reason why i liked this phrase or this little tiny paragraph is the end is kind of rude (laughs) it says the term the pot calling the kettle black is usually used in the sense of accusing someone of hypocrisy the origins of the phrase date date back to at least the sixteen hundreds. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <clears throat> or I probably did know that when mom mom got
1: into phrases there for a little bit. In the sixteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in the sixteen hundreds, but she got into looking things up like
0: this. Oh, like anytime true, she heard true. something, she like, where's that
1: from? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when several writers okay, so the phrase dates back to at least the sixteen hundreds, when several writers published books or plays which included word plays on this theme. Despite suggestions that the phrase is racist or nonsensical, the meaning is actually quite obvious when you actually consider the conditions of a medieval kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you didn't have to go that hard. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> That's actually quite obvious. <laughs>
0: Use your brains. And then a throwback to last week's episode or last episode that we dropped – my personal favorite phrase is "I pay my bills, my bills are paid." You have to look that up. <laughs> that originated from Tammy and Amy,
1: circa <laughs>
0: <laughs> twenty whatever
1: <laughs>
0: twenty twenty. I also wanted to say that looking up these phrases reminded me of this time that um, Aaron asked me if I had if I had any um, quotes that I really really liked that I think about often. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, like, um, inspirational quotes? Is that what you're talking about? He's like, yeah, or any quotes? Like, do you have any quotes that you you love to think of? (laughs) And I was like, trying to think. And I said, you know, I I guess I'd have to get back with you. I can't think of any quotes off the top of my head. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I have two. And I was like, oh, you have two quotes that you love? (laughs) And he was like, yeah. So I was like, well, let me hear them. And he's like, well, the first one is, if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck looks like a duck then it's a duck yeah and I was like oh and I it just threw me off because I was expecting something really profound from him (laughs) and so I was kind of laughing about it and then I was like okay like I I get it or whatever what's the second one and he said if if it looks like shit smells like shit (laughs) I was like, like, Aaron, those mean the same thing. (laughs) He's like, I know, but I like (laughs) him. He really
1: wants things to stand out the way that they are. Okay. All right, so what's this? So this we are now moving on to our segment, which is Who who Shit shit the the bed?" Bed? Who shit the bed?
0: Who
1: shit the bed? So all of these I got from Reddit from their Am I the Asshole sub.
0: Oh, what yeah. is it called?
1: Sub- subreddit, uh, subreddit. Um, because we unfortunately did not get a lot of submissions. Send your stuff in so that we yeah. can read them, guys. Listen
0: here, if you guys don't send this stuff, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start putting my fist out there. What? <laughs> <laughs> As in, you're gonna get beat up. We do not condone
1: violence on Shiitake Sisters. <laughs> Jen is off her rocker. Okay. <laughs> this is um, from. The user is no work 706. Me. (laughs) Really me right now. (laughs) Um, And it says, did I, did I shit the bed for wanting separate sleep arrangements when a friend stays over? Oh. So it says, so I, 22 female and my best friend, 21 female have been best friends since kindergarten, nearly two decades for the entirety of our friendship. We've always had sleepovers. And when we have sleepovers, we always sleep in the same bed. Simply a staple of our sleepovers. It's not a sleepover if we don't. We're both night owls, and even once we're done with our activities for the night, lay down to sleep, we'll talk for hours in the dark until we pass out. Aww. Now, here's a speed bump I've never thought of. My boyfriend just moved in with, my fairly, with me fairly recently, and my best friend and I have arranged a sleepover. I casually say, hey, my best friend is coming over. Would you be all right if we took the bed and you sleep in the living room? <gasps> to her boyfriend? <laughs> And when I tell you this man was absolutely aghast, (laughs) he says, or they can sleep in the living room and we sleep in our bed. The fact that he wasn't cool with wanting to sleep in the living room didn't really shock me. So I say, okay, then Blank and I will just sleep in the living room and you can have the bed. (laughs) Oh, my God. He doesn't like that either. He is dead set on the idea. That we sleep together and guests sleep separately, but she's my best friend. This has been routine for years, and I really don't view it as a big deal. Even when I had a fight with my mother when I was 19, asked if I could stay at her place. She let her boyfriend take their bed, and she slept on the tiny-ass couch in the living room with me. <laughs> um, I, w- I would just feel bizarre being like, okay, good night and leaving her in another room. I can't describe it. It's just weird.
0: Um,
1: this I would like to preface... My opinion on this is saying this is literally yeah. Emma and I. <laughs> you and Emma. For we sure. have sleepovers every Friday, and yep. our husbands are nowhere <laughs> yep. near us. Yep. When we have our sleepovers here at my apartment, we sleep on the couch together, and then Andrew sleeps in the bed <laughs> alone, and then when we have them at her house, we sleep in the bed together, and then Ian sleeps
0: downstairs Wow, <laughs> or on the be- or on the couch. At first, I thought it was gonna be that she finally was breaking the routine. Yes, and going to sleep with her boyfriend. and the friend wasn't okay with it. Yes, yeah. But I like was. And I think it's kind of endearing. I know. I think it's kind of sweet that she wants to sleep with her best. I know you can't. Yeah,
1: you can't break it, and it's one night. Like yeah, every so often you can get you can get
0: over it. <laughs> right. That's my opinion. I don't really think anybody's shitting the bed in that situation, but because I think it's like. I don't know. It's yeah, I not think like the, a boyfriend, bad situation. the
1: boyfriend is just, um, not hasn't understood. considered that before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Didn't expect to be in this now, if situation. Now he's a little mad, then yeah, he would be the asshole in that situation. But, yep. Dang. That's a good one. Nobody
1: necessarily shit the bed. They just are fighting over the bed.
0: Yeah. But she was even okay with sleeping on the couch with her best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's literally how we are. We're not going to be separated.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, this, Makes me laugh because, as I said, when I kind of found it, I said it reminded me of you. Yeah. When you were in your granny face, which was when she went to bed at eight o'clock for years. I couldn't. And she it. would not break it. She. I think it was an obsession of a little bit. Ew
0: clearly. I would literally have an Kick alarm. people out. I would have an alarm that went off at 7.30 to, told me to take my gummies. 7.30. I barely had eaten
1: dinner. Okay. So, this is from Tuki, And it says um, Did I shut the bed for saying no to something I was never asked to do? And it says, my boyfriend, 26, is going out of town with his family for a vacation and expects me to drive him to the airport and pick him up. But he hasn't even asked me, 25, female, if I can or will. And then it says that they've been, for context, they've been together for almost five years and they currently live together. And in that time, she's gone on several work trips. She always asks if he can take her to the airport if it's a reasonable time, but never expects him to pick her up. Because she usually gets back really late. She always manages to find her own way there and back. She says she's an esthetician and works long hours and manual labor that is draining. And it has an impact on her body and emotions. And because of this, she needs at least eight hours of sleep every night to be able to perform her job. She understands that not everyone needs a lot of sleep to be productive, but she does. Mm -hmm. So, flash forward to the flight. It's leaving um at 5:45 on sunday gets back at 11 on thursday night and again says that he didn't ask her to take her him or even pick him up instead told her the times and expected her to do it um she said she'd be willing to take him but wouldn't be picking him up because she has to work he got upset explained how he has to work too and also won't be getting a lot of sleep so it's not that big of a deal if he can do it so can i i said no I explained he never even asked, and shouldn't get mad at me for saying no to something I was never asked to do. He said it was big a bigger ask to take him to the airport than to pick him up based on the times. Hold on. Where I lost my place. Oh, I told him that he could take an Uber home, but he he complained saying that was expensive. So then he offered to pay her to pick him up. What? (laughs) I still said no, unless he can pay me in several hours of sleep, I'll be missing. (laughs) It's you. (laughs) (laughs) He said I'll have to figure it out because I'm being difficult. And then the conversation ended there. So so did I shit the bed for saying no? Ooh, that's Um, a toughie. And then she goes on and says he only needs about five to six hours of sleep, whereas I need eight to nine. I work 10-hour days manual labor. He works seven-hour days at a desk and like she said he's never offered to pick me up from the airport i've always taken an uber home yeah
0: i think first of all
1: i think she's kind of comparing she wants him to treat her like she treats him yeah and but she's also really making it a competition when it's not
0: necessarily right and like one big factor is missing here on both parties and that's communication <laughs> exactly <laughs> communication yeah <laughs> i don't know like i don't could think see, you... i could i don't I could see me and Aaron. I could see Aaron not asking me. I could see him saying, "Hey, I'll be needing to be picked up at the airport." But yeah. that's just our communication yeah.
1: style. Andrew and I wouldn't either. Like he literally, he had his car. um He just had his car dropped off because he has to get his tags renewed, mm-hmm. so he had to go get the inspection and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, "Hey, um, I'm going to be at." Uh, you know the auto body shop can you pick like he did say can you pick me up but like sure. he was just telling me the times yeah but it was expected that it would be like yeah. it was because i think who else who else are you relying on for that kind of stuff i feel like if you have a partner I mean, they're especially they've the primary... been together
0: for five years
1: yeah that's just odd but
0: also <laughs> like, having if to she, pay, if...
1: i can't imagine having to pay him but <laughs> like, I,
0: my question to, to her to be there for me my question to her <laughs> Would be, if he had asked, would it have made a difference? It doesn't sound
1: like it. It sounds like it's only about the sleep. Exactly. And
0: and at that rate, it's like... It is kind of like, it is only one or two nights. Yeah, and
1: I know that it's important to you, but also isn't your relationship
0: yeah like, exactly just to be able
1: to show up for them even when it's inconvenient sometimes and it's that's, not like
0: they're probably going out of town all the time because it thing. sounds like this is a long right. time
1: that's a big part of relationships i think is to be able to make small sacrifices
0: yeah so um i
1: wouldn't say necessarily shitting the bed maybe farting in the bed <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe almost sharting
1: yeah you're making it smelly in there and that's Ew. not nice <laughs> oh that was a good one yep <laughs> but it did remind you of me you yeah remind <laughs> you me of pay, you you could pay me in the hours of sleep i am missing. <laughs> and then this one reminded me of me not just my the oh, other, one was, the other one was our friendship well the other one was literally our friendship to a t but yeah, emma and I, this one is strictly me <laughs> it says did i shift the bed for how i handled my boyfriend eating fries that we were supposed to share <laughs> So it says, last night, my boyfriend and I were really tired after a long day. He wanted to get cheeseburgers, so he did. I said I wasn't very hungry, but wanted some fries, and we could get a large one to share. He said that would be fine. I ended up recognizing that I was hungrier than I thought, and I got a cheeseburger for myself. I asked him if he still wanted to do the large fry to share, and he said yes. On the way home, he was really going to town on them. <laughs> About two miles away from the restaurant and less than a mile away from the house, I reached into the bag to eat a fry, and there were hardly any left, maybe 10 fries in the container, including what was on the bottom of the bag, which was unknown to both of us at the time, about one-fourth of the fries. I instantly became upset and said something like, you ate all the fries, what the fuck? And I feel angry and kind of withdraw to myself a little bit, trying to calm down, but I was obviously very angry. He says, sorry, I'm really bad about waiting to eat. I say, that's so rude, you knew I wanted some. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't know you wanted that many. He goes silent, and we get home, and I'm not letting it go. <laughs> I want a real apology and acknowledgement for my feelings out of this deal, which is starting to feel like pulling teeth. I'm getting excuses mixed in with maybe one or two I'm sorry's. We end up settling on, I thought a quarter of their fries would be enough, since you said you didn't want that many. But that didn't feel honest, since there was less than a quarter left in a container, and we didn't even know they were in the bag. <laughs> um... Am I did I shut the bed for being upset at my boyfriend for eating almost all the fries and not accepting his defense immediately instead of a complete apology? <laughs> um Yeah, I, I know that she shut the bed. Like fries are not a big deal, but in the moment when you're hangry if you were starting to deal.
0: recognize that you were hungry you probably should just got your oh, own, fries. own fries
1: and andrew does this for me all the time because i will always say yes, that I, i'm gonna share or that i just don't want them many, and he just orders on the side yeah and then if i don't eat them mm, fine yeah but if i do then we avoid all of this
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> right it's so funny aaron will be like hey do you want like do you want anything from Taco? Bell like no i'm not hungry And then by the time he gets home, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have got something. And then he'll be like, I went ahead and got you a couple tacos. I'm like, yes! (laughs) But um, the other thing that I was going to say, too, is Aaron and I kind of had a moment like this in the beginning of our relationship (laughs) because I told him I wasn't very hungry and we were at a restaurant and I was like, maybe I'll just have some of your fries. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Well, once the food came, I started like... They were so good. Like, the fries were, like, the best fries. <laughs> and I started eating them, and then he, like, mumbled, like, he said, if I had known you were going to run trains on them, I would have ordered your, your own. <laughs> I was like, dang, you didn't have to give the visual. And you no longer wanted to eat those fries? No. I literally <laughs> probably had one fry in each hand and just was going to town.
1: <laughs> Andrew always, I always want to eat the fries when we're in The car, because they're the freshest, and like I'm just so excited (laughs) to eat them. So I'll be reaching it, and he's like, "Can you just wait until we're home?" I'm like, "No, I was like, don't worry, I'm eating out of my box. I'll give you your box when you get home. I can do what I want with my fries."
0: (laughs) That's me too. I'm always like Aaron. Like, why don't you just wait so we can actually sit down and enjoy it together? Nope, I'm enjoying it just fine. Immediately.
1: this one is this one was shocking i can't even believe it's real it says um oh this is from ashley t- underscore 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 x3 okay <laughs> it says uh did i shut the bed for making my 30 year my she's a female 30 and then her boyfriend 29 male lose his job <gasps> I know, that was my reaction too, so obviously it got me. It says, so my boyfriend is super upset with me, and I need to make sure that I'm not crazy. We worked from home for the same company, but he didn't know how to do the position he had. He faked his resume, and I believed that I'd be able to help him because I didn't think it'd be so bad. It turned out to be way more than what I thought the job would be. I was having to do both his and my job every day. And even though the schedule was 8 to 5, he wouldn't wake up until 10.30 every day, (gasps) leaving me alone with both jobs and our two-year-old. I let it be known for weeks that I was really stressed and that this was killing me. Fast forward to last Monday. For some reason, I had this feeling he was being sneaky, so I looked through his phone. I know that's wrong, but anyways, he was on Tinder. On Tinder and messaging girls on Instagram, so I was understandably upset. I chose not to do his job or even log on for him that day. He ended up losing his job and was like, "Well, you got what you wanted. Now it's your responsibility to pay the bills all on your own salary." I don't feel wrong in the way I, I don't feel wrong in the way I feel, but he's making me feel guilty f- for basically screwing over our family and being immature. Whoa! I would say that he's, he's immature. the one screwing over the family and being right. immature.
0: He's gaslighting and also like. If you would put, ooh, if I was in her shoes (laughs) the first day that he would, like, not log on and make me take care of a kid and do two jobs... I would have been, like, Bye. Right,
1: I wouldn't have agreed to the scenario in the first place. No,
0: I would have not stayed in the I, I relationship. Would, I guess from his side it would be
1: pretty petty that you're upset and then you're going to make him lose out on a job, but he's not doing the job in the first place. He's so, not doing the job, yeah. first
0: of all. Second of all, like, you did out make out for a herself. mistake.
1: <laughs> she's <laughs> looking out for herself. And that's what she should Ooh, be doing. I don't like
0: that. He shit the bed. Yeah. For sure,
1: over and over again. Yeah, she's lucky she didn't do worse. This one, this one had me fuming uh-oh oh (laughs) so it says did i shut the bed for what is it oh sorry this says sweet apple curry (laughs) okay they said um um did i shut the bed for wanting my wife to do more in the house (gasps)
0: this is sensitive i know
1: (laughs) so it says my wife 34 and i 30 have been married for four years now after a six-year long distance relationship followed by a year of co 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 no cohabitation cohabitation before the marriage just before getting married i moved to be with her in europe where she was finishing her phd and applying for citizenship since i was doing my master's in the meantime i took up a bit more of the housework she would cook the occasional meal and organize but she could wouldn't touch anything that had to do with cleaning or scrubbing even then however it was just manageable then came the baby oh boy i'm sorry (laughs) i'm not being very objective in this take a moment not objective is it objective yeah. yeah I'm not remaining objective I pulled full night shifts and full weekends taking care of the baby and she would breastfeed during the day and cook meals when I had to go to classes but that was it as if that's nothing <laughs> <laughs> she was well connected locally and spoke the language so to be fair she spent a lot of time networking getting secondhand baby stuff arranging for daycare and government subsidized maternity help that's a cleaning, lot. cooking etc four hours a week However, <laughs> all manual labor, she would defer or just ignore. A few months later, my mother moved in to help us full time. We made it until the kid, kid could go to daycare at four months and things started getting better. And then I started working. We were actually supposed to go home after I graduated um, with my master's. But because administration in Europe moves at sloth pace, the whole process was unduly extended by a year. I found a meh job on short notice and started working as a second baby came along (laughs) before the second kid arrived my days started at 5 30 waking to catch the train to work and ended around 11 p.m after putting the first kid to bed and finishing all the chores now the second kid has arrived and my mom is here to help again but even as my wife gets more help she just keeps delegating fewer and fewer tasks to herself i am still sleeping four to six hours a day and the extra time generated by mother's presence just went to my wife's personal free time are you ready for yeah. the following? In the years since, she has finished her PhD, got a work-from-home research job, started a freelance side job in total working about 30 hours a week, published three papers, passed <laughs> two language exams, <laughs> <laughs> and has made a shit ton more of local friends. Meanwhile, I am losing touch with my friends and family back home, working a dead-end job in a foreign country, struggling with the language and watching my job prospects go steadily down. Recently, she asked if I would consider working 80% and take one day off each to spend more time with the kids. (laughs) When I try to communicate, she just says that I'm too pessimistic about the future and to just try harder. (laughs) We have a dishwasher, so cleaning the kitchen isn't exactly a chore, and that she's arranged four hours of cleaning per week so that she's doing her job. Now she wants to cancel all of her plans to go back because she feels more comfortable here. Am I the bad one for expecting that my... (laughs) spouse pull her own weight in terms of housework and contribution to the family well
0: my first thought is if she's from a different country it also might just be different
1: like um it sounds like they both don't live there
0: right but do you know what i mean like like a language barrier kind of no not a language barrier but like a family dynamic yeah like if she grew up with like there are countries where like the dad can be like more of like the caretaker too where there's less
1: strict gender roles is yeah what I mean.
0: yeah yeah but i read it i'm like she's doing everything on earth what do you mean what <laughs> know, do you like, want from her to be fair she does do this in like list 19 a whole, it was a whole paragraph i read
1: yeah oh my gosh it sounds like honestly he's just jealous like in a like A competition way like he said that he's unhappy with his job and he's unhappy with his life so he almost wants her to suffer too which i don't understand and it doesn't sound like the house is messy or the kids aren't taken care of so i don't
0: yeah it
1: sounds like there's more issues involved in here than just the housework
0: right but also it is wrong on her part if like he does try to bring bring these things to her and she just tells him that he's a pessimist and stuff yeah like he should be it sounds like he's trying to actually but if he's coming at her, there's yeah. a difference. It's
1: all about approach, and it's all about...
0: Communication! Communication. That's
1: a theme! That's the theme! This one made me laugh a lot, too. Okay. Hold on. Like, it just got real... <laughs> it says... Did, oh, this is from Timely Bodybuilder14. Oh. Um, it says, did I shit the bed for not buying ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> My... Uh, my they're eight, they're an eighteen-year-old male. Oldest brother is thirty. Has a ten-year-old daughter that he didn't know of until now. When he found out about her, he moved back in with our parents because apparently he needs help raising a child. Oh. <laughs> Even though she is not a baby and she is pretty independent, so I don't know why he needs so much help. A ten-year-old is not independent. Everybody like ten-year-old still, <laughs> still still does still, need some yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The problem is everyone is always spoiling her and fawning over her. Oh no, she is jealousy once again. Not
0: the baby anymore. (laughs) At eighteen, yeah, she
1: is always at our house. Like I don't remember the last time she went back to her her mom. But the last time she went back to her mom's house, and she is really rude, too, so I don't understand why everyone is so obsessed with her. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yesterday, I ate the last of the chocolate ice cream that was in the fridge. She comes back from school demanding to know who ate the rest of her chocolate ice cream. My parents always buy ice cream when they go shopping. How was I supposed to know it was hers? I told her to just eat another ice cream, but she demanded that I go get chocolate ice cream for her, and I told her no, but my parents also insisted that I should go buy the ice cream now. I couldn't help anymore. I started to yell at them and told them that they were spoiling her. And I'm not going to go buy her ice cream now just because she doesn't want to eat Rocky Road instead. I told them that the kid is not as special as everyone thinks. And she is actually very annoying. And that annoying brat turned to me and called me a pathetic jerk. (laughs) And my parents still think I was the asshole. (laughs) Well. (laughs) We got news for you, Timely Bodybuilder14. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, that was
1: the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, I think... (laughs) I think you can be annoyed, but that uh, you took that a bit she's personally. She's also ten
0: years. She's ten. Old.
1: You're fighting a ten year old about yes. ice cream, and you know how it is when you're looking forward to something that you have that is yours and then sure. it's gone. Like that's a but valid also, feeling.
0: Like just the fact that he's like, or I'm assuming it's a man. It, the, yeah, it is. It's male. Okay, that he's like saying like she's always at the house. She, and it's like, bro, that's her family. It's <laughs> <laughs> her, her dad's dad house.
1: grandparents. <laughs>
0: You're, you're actually her uncle
1: and you're 18 why are you always at the house let me let me ask yes that's actually funny <laughs> i
0: know
1: it did make me laugh and they're like i don't know why everyone is so obsessed with me
0: <laughs> you're c- clearly like not this, a kid they person also missed out on 10 years yeah they're probably wife.
1: making up for all of that they didn't know of her right so now they're probably spoiling her rightfully so right she'll be all right it's just ice cream <laughs> okay and then this one also had me human this is the last one that i have okay this one's kind of long Okay, it says, um, that I should the bed for going on a girl's trip with my unmarried friends as a married woman. So immediately gives you
0: ick, right? What?
1: Going on a girl's trip with No, my, what'd you say under your breath? I said immediately gives you ick, right? Oh, yeah. It says, okay, my husband, 31, and I, 28, have been married for four and a half years and together for almost 14 years. He insists that married people shouldn't go on trips with unmarried friends, and that if I do so, it's extremely disrespectful to him and our marriage. I think that it shouldn't matter uh, what my friend's relationship status if we're going on a trip to spend time together as friends. Mm -hmm. I told him that if he trusts me and if the friends I'm going with are in a relationship or not, planning on going out to meet guys wouldn't make sense that I... It doesn't make sense that I'm being... So they're not planning on going out to meet guys, so it doesn't make sense that disrespect would even be involved. Right. For background, a couple years ago, I went to Miami with my friend who at the time was just dating her now husband. My husband said the same thing before I left that it's disrespectful for me to go on a trip with my unmarried friend. Especially somewhere like Miami where we'll be going out enjoying the nightlife. I ensured him we wouldn't do anything we wouldn't already do on a night out in a nearby city. And we'd be spending a lot of time on the beach. He threatened that he would move out if I went. Oh my. I did go and he refused to answer my calls and texts the entire time. But he didn't move out and I thought we moved past it. I guess not. Because this morning he again said if I go on an upcoming birthday trip with another friend that he will not be at home. When I get back, this time we're planning a trip to one of the U.S. islands just to relax on the beach at the resort. Originally, it was going to be me, my friend, and a couple of her friends who are all lesbians and in some kind of relationship, just not married. Doesn't matter. Now it's supposed to be just me and my best friend and a lesbian a lesbian in a long-distance relationship who have already gone on a solo trip with before. Still doesn't matter. I tried to see if he could explain how he, how me spending time with my friend is disrespectful to our marriage, right. but he couldn't and just said that I don't understand. Well, you don't understand. <laughs> I anything. want to validate his feelings and any worries he has about me going, but I still want to go. I don't want to be disrespectful or hurtful to my husband, but I don't see how going on the trip with my friends is inherently disrespectful.
0: Tis not this man is controlling yeah and insecure that's one of my biggest pet and peeves jealous is, is when somebody like is like that Ugh. i could not okay. so yeah she's definitely not shitting the bed it doesn't matter
1: if your friends are married it doesn't matter if your friends are male like at the bottom line like there should be trust and if you don't have trust then you don't yes, have a relationship exactly. in my exactly so he is shitting the bed big time big big so big. much shit a bed yeah <laughs>
0: Good thing he's
1: moving out. Oh, I hope he does. I hope he, yeah, yeah. He deserve better. Go on the trip.
0: For real. <laughs> was that the last of it? That was the last of it. Oh my goodness, we made it to another end of an episode, and Woo. my phone didn't die because you plugged it in. I saved and the
1: day. And I'm gonna make my appointment. You're gonna make. Your- oh, I thought that said eight <laughs> eight forty one. I was like, I've missed my. <laughs>
0: No, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. I'm going to make it. Okay. What's our, look up really quick. What's our topics next
1: time? Oh, okay. Hold on. Give me some elevator music or something in the meantime. I don't think we've talked about our topic yet. Do we want to decide on the pod?
0: Oh, okay.
1: Our, or let's just at least know what the segment is. The segment is Scared Shit List. So Ooh, any scary, scary stories. Scary stories, guys. Paranormal, criminal, those kind of things. Murders.
0: Um, yes. And then we will... We'll, we'll post what the topic is. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, please, if you're listening to this, send in your scary stories. Like Kayla said, ghosts, paranormal, uh, murders, Creepy, creepy spooky spooky dooky. anyway <laughs> um <laughs> like always guys please follow us on facebook at shiitake sisters on instagram at shiitake sisters and you can email your submissions to shiitake sisters at gmail.com or you can im us on either of our social media platforms Oh, and also follow us on <laughs> Spotify or, and Apple if you aren't already. Our whole spiel at the end. <laughs> I know. It's, at least been it's coming longer. I didn't stumble. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, we will smell, smell you later. later. sisters and we know it. Dun dun dun. Dun dun <laughs> dun. dun, dun. <laughs>